Hello, everybody. Welcome to the live stream, daily live stream. And uh, surprise, it's me that I'm uh, doing it with uh, Jan Miles, uh, my co-host today. We are Friday, April 1st. Uh, so, yes, uh, it's uh, April full and we have lots of subjects to cover today um, and uh, just for let you remember that when we will touch some uh, really wavy and you know about covid subject and dangerous subject hot topics you know, like yep. a hot topic uh you can uh, follow us because we cannot stay on youtube you will be able to follow us on Rumble, Super U, and as well, Odyssey. So how are you, uh, Jan? I'm doing good. How are you? How are things over there? What's the weather like? Uh, I'm in Quebec, so it's still like... Uh, today it's good, though. It's pretty mm -hmm. good. Pretty warm. The snow, it's melting slowly. But uh, still, we are buried uh, under like a lot of snow. <laughs> <laughs> so much for that global warming um it's super rainy here yeah here in malaysia it's very rainy it's been raining every single day so um where about in malaysia you are uh around um i would say somewhere close to kuala lumpur i don't want to give out my exact location you know usual reasons yeah. <laughs> i just because i've been there i've been to kuala lumpur i've been to uh malaysia before it's just like really beautiful country Oh yeah, it's it's paradise. It's literally paradise over here. I love it. Yeah. So let's talk with the um, really safe subject. We have a lot to yep. talk about it. Uh, uh, the LGBTQ. So mm -hmm. do you want to start with this, uh, the first uh, subject that we want to cover today? Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, there's a lot to say about the LGBTQ topic, especially transgenderism. But uh, I think the big one is, uh, you know, on Monday, I guess, uh, uh, DeSantis, Ron DeSantis of Florida, the governor of Florida, signed a bill, uh, an anti-grooming bill. I mean, people like to lie about it. They call it the uh, don't say gay bill, but it's not. It doesn't mention homosexuality at all. It just means that school teachers can't promote uh, gender uh, ideology and, you know, sexuality to uh, five to seven-year-olds, right? Kids, little kids, you know, who are innocent, who don't even know what kissing is, are being taught in schools uh, about, you know, sexuality, about sex. And it's really odd. And, uh, you know, parents complain about it. That's why he signed a bill. This is a parent's first bill. I mean, this is what it's about, right? And uh, and he's standing up to Disney, right? To woke corporations like, Walt, uh, you know, the Disney company, which was opposed to him signing it. They, uh, they went full on, uh, you know, opposed him, claimed that, you know, he was being bigoted, that, you know, they would uh, maybe pull out of their business out of Florida, you know, like uh, their parks are some of Florida's largest uh, tourist attractions right so he he stood up to them he signed it anyway you know he's he's a man of the people he's not you know a, a corporate crony like a lot of these other governors you know maybe not all of them but there's a many even republicans refuse to do anything that would upset uh corporate america right i mean like look at coca-cola they can go to some state and complain about it and suddenly uh, it's oh yeah we're just gonna let all these liberals uh, do whatever the hell they want in our legislation 
Fortunately, DeSantis is not like that. You know, he's standing up. And now I think even yesterday he said that they are looking at the laws that allow Disney to govern its own property. You know, Disney is given special compensation. They, they are allowed to do basically whatever they want in the cities or towns that they run in Florida. And now Florida is looking at it and it's like, well, maybe they shouldn't have those rights. You know, this is uh, those privileges. They're not rights. Yeah, uh, but why? Why only Disney have th that privilege? Right. Why? That's a good question. Because they're rich, right? They have a lot of money, and uh, you know, back in the day, decades ago, they just gave tons and tons of money to the uh, to Florida politicians. Uh, and and DeSantis, he, he's had enough of it. You know, he doesn't want them to have any sort of undue influence over the legislation that uh, that you know the people voted him in for. He is uh, a populist. He only does what the people want him to do. And right now, parents are telling him, you know, parents all over the country, really are saying, stop brainwashing our kids, right? Stop indoctrinating our kids. If you're woke gender ideology, we just want them to go to school. We want them to learn math, we want them to learn English and science and history without any of this gender nonsense. I mean, I'm sure anybody listening to this who's over the age of say 25 knows that, you know, when we went to school, we didn't have to learn about all this stuff. I mean, if you wanted to learn about the birds and the bees, uh, they taught us that when we were like maybe 14, right? Or 13, uh, they taught us about uh, safe sex, right? That was about it. Mm -hmm. But nowadays it's all, all this woke stuff. It's about, you know, uh, people, these, these preschool teachers coming up to their five-year-olds and telling them what they do in the bedroom with their boyfriend. It's like, no one wants to hear this stuff, let alone kids. It's like <laughs> during uh, the COVID, uh, they tell us how to have a, uh you know, mm -hmm. sex too, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but that, that's true. The government actually, they did like a, as well, a manual, like how to kiss your boyfriend, but whatever. Yeah. But for coming back with uh, Disney, uh, they know that Disney have a really massive influence on children. I remember when mm -hmm. I was young, like looking at Disney for me was, I don't know. I learned so much to uh, look at Disney just because, like, you know, your little girl, I, as, mm -hmm. as I am, like, looking at princess, I wanted to find yeah. my prince. But it's just like a fantasy that, like, children have. And I think it's, yeah. it's just important to grow up on this. But now mm -hmm. I have the impression that they try to, 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 to mess up a little bit to include everybody in, in this and make their... their like, as you say, like 50% of uh, the character now, they want to have like right. LGBTQ. Yeah. That is what's implied, right? I mean, you have one of the uh, executives at Disney. I think she's the uh, the president of their properties, of Disney properties, meaning that uh, she's in charge of the characters. She's in charge of, you know, Star Wars, Marvel, uh, every single Disney property, you know, whether it's Mulan or Pocahontas, mm -hmm. you know, she owns all this, you know, she runs this. And she... Uh, very proudly on a Zoom call a few days ago, Christopher Rufo, he has been doing like amazing work on social media, right? On Twitter, he has been uncovering all this woke stuff. He uh, uh, had the Zoom call from her, right? I mean, he recorded it and it showed her talking to members of Disney's uh, staff telling them that she is a proud mother of both a trans child and a pansexual child. And she feels that Disney doesn't have enough characters who are LGBTQ plus or whatever. And she wants to make it so that by the end of the year, 50% of the characters will be LGBTQ plus. Now, 
later on, the company uh, came out with a statement using uh, something called Beyond Imagination or something or Beyond Reimagining. I can't remember the exact name. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a it's their basically diversity, equity, and inclusion movement in the company itself, saying that they want 50% of the characters in their shows, in their properties, to be at least uh, a member of an underrepresented minority, whether this means uh, they're people of color, you know, whether they're black or Asian or something else, or if the, it just means that they're LGBTQ+, I mean, it's anybody's guess, but judging from what the president wants, she wants all of them to be LGBTQ+. My, my only concern in that, I found that really too pushy. Like, mm -hmm. yes, you can have, like, uh, some cartoon with, like, LGBTQ, like, uh, face. Sure. But to include, like, 50% of them, that's, yep. it's, it's taking, like, half of the place. Uh, I don't think that represents the reality of the society. Um, yep. it, it just, like, it just needs so to have a, a balance, balance. And, and, and yeah. the children, at, at a certain age, when they are young, uh, they mm -hmm. are not able, like, they, they search who they are. And, yep. and, 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 and I don't know, like, the society right now is so open that you don't need to hide anymore who you are. It's a free uh, country. You're free to be who you mm -hmm. are. I don't think the need... Maybe that's a problem. Like, yeah, but I don't <laughs> I know. think people are too free. I think people are too, you know, kids are being misled. They're being misguided. They're being groomed into thinking that they're things that they're not, right? I mean, it's it's parents are not doing the jobs that they're expected to. They expect teachers to do the teaching, to do, uh, you know, raising their kids because, you know, now you have parents who don't even uh, raise their own kids, right? They, they work nine to five jobs. Both mom and dad are outside working. And so their kids are just uh, at school being taught by who knows who, God knows what, right? I mean, these kids are being brainwashed. They're in the hands of teachers that, you know, 50 years ago, even 20 years ago, you trust these teachers. You would trust them not to lead these kids astray. And nowadays, it's like uh, these teachers are using the kids as their own personal, um, you know, uh, like, like their canvas to uh, project themselves onto, right? To have the childhoods that they never had, to live out some fantasy that they have in their sick minds. And I don't think enough parents are paying attention to this. I mean, now we see parents speaking up. We see parents trying to run for uh, positions on school boards. And I think that's very good. I think more parents need to be talking about this. But it's, you know, it, it's some, in some ways, it feels like it's a bit too little too late, especially with how woke these schools and the colleges have gotten. I mean, Colleges have been this way for ages. You know, parents can be amazing. They can be conservatives. They can be, you know, libertarian. And then, you know, they send their kids to, to college. And these are just normal kids, teenagers. They come out and they suddenly they have blue hair and they're, you know, using they, them pronouns or something. And it's just, it's disheartening. I wish parents would take a closer look at their kids' lives and, and actually do their jobs as parents and not depend on other people to do it for them. And oh, don't forget that uh, wearing a religious sign, you're not permitted. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> right. That yeah, nowadays, influence. yeah. <laughs> because mm -hmm. that can influence yeah. uh, the kids. But my my only point is like, children are sponge, like a big sponge yep. that absorb mm -hmm. everything that's all around them. And yep. afterwards, uh, they try to build who they are with everything around. But that's right. More. Mm -hmm. for, for me it's just like they will know who they are but they need to learn themselves by themselves to do mistake 
Yep. And to get back on their feet and say, okay, who I am and I would discover is their job to do it, not the people outside. It's yeah. our job to know what we want and who we want to be, like what we feel inside, not what is the external like vision of the, the things. That's my personal opinion, but like- I agree. I agree. I mean, kids right now, they're being influenced by social media, right? They go on TikTok, they go on Instagram, and they're being told to do, you know, to be things that they're not. They're being told that they're the opposite gender or no genders at all, or that they're animals. You know, there's some people who identify as deer, who identify as animals. And it's like, what are these kids being exposed to, right? I mean, social media companies are certainly not taking any responsibility of what they're, you know, foisting onto children. And, you know, when children watch YouTube, they watch an innocent channel and then they click on the sidebar and suddenly they're being taught about things that they, you know, have no real right to know at that age. And it's, it's just absurd. I wish, you know, social media companies, it can't just be parents, right? Because parents have no control over social media companies. I think that social media companies need to be stricter when it comes to uh, monitoring the kind of content that goes into kids' feeds. Uh, but here comes the problem is that the social media companies, maybe they want kids to see these things. They want kids to become woke and, uh, you know, progressive. So maybe that's the, that's the problem right there. You know, the social media companies are definitely playing a large role in indoctrinating kids. So ultimately it comes down to the parents, you know, they have to keep a really close eye on their kids and, and understand what they're being exposed to, whether it's on the internet or at schools. And, uh, the way I look at it is the, uh, DeSantis's bill, the one that, forces schools to actually inform parents what they're teaching their kids, that's a step forward, right? It's, it's certainly not uh, the end of it. You know, there's still a long fight ahead of us, but uh, it's good to see DeSantis leading the way. And there's a few other states doing the same thing as well. Uh, hopefully, you know, more states will follow suit and, and we won't be, uh, and that they won't be, uh, you know, bullied or allow themselves to be bullied by corporations like Disney. Yeah. But Seriously, I, I found that I have no problem, like with everything, like being shown, and uh, I'm I'm really open, and I, I like everybody, and like I've, I think everybody's equal. But when it gets too extreme, I don't think mm -hmm. it's healthy. Like right now, what I can see is like everything is like going to the extreme level. And yeah. I, I, that will end up with a society that is not healthy because everybody just doesn't know like where to go and what to think. And um, so I have the impression that we not, I don't want to say that, but uh, we mix the mind to the future generation uh, that yeah. will actually take our place in the future. And mm -hmm. we need them to be, I, I think, like uh, being able to think by themselves. Yeah, they need to be critical thinkers, right? They can't be, uh, you know, following the herd, right? Right now, social media is cancel culture and all that stuff. It's forcing people to not think for themselves. And if they have an opinion, they're afraid to express it because they don't want to be canceled. I think kids, if anything, need to be taught critical thinking and they need to be taught to be able to express themselves bravely mm -hmm. without fear of cancellation. Even if cancellation is a real thing and it is a real thing, they should be taught to resist it and reject it. So that's the only way to fight cancel culture. And you know what? I remember uh, because I did do some uh, waitress thing uh, in the past, but when you are at a level that you are scared to say ma'am or mister to someone because you don't know how the person will react, 
I, I, I will never believe that we live in this kind of a life where yeah. I'm actually like the impression that I'm working, walking on eggshell every time. Like you don't mm-hmm. like uh, the, the disturb anybody about like what I'm saying. Like you never, never know how the person will react. So I'm just like, for me, it's just uh, why it's getting too far like that. And um, yeah, it's too far. I, it's extreme. It's too far. Yeah. So I think uh, we have something else. Another article about um, uh, about the same subject. Um, the same that- subject. Yeah. I mean, this is a hefty subject. Right? There's a lot to talk about, and uh, not to dominate everybody's time, but this is what everybody's talking about. And uh, it seems that the Biden administration, using the uh, uh, the Department yeah. of Health and Human Services, they have, you know, it's got multiple departments, right? But uh, overall, they've released two different orders this week, uh, two different papers today itself, uh, or at least yesterday, uh, saying that they are encouraging uh, transgender, uh, uh, like, uh, like health affirming or g- transgender affirming healthcare. And what that means is that they want to promote uh, surgeries and, um, you know, puberty blockers and hormone therapy and all kinds of, you know, treatments for trans uh, kids, right? Not, not adults, right? It'd be one thing if it was like 18 year olds needing, you know, uh, social services or something. I'm not opposed to that. I think anybody would be like, oh yeah, that's just a mental health issue. That's fine. But we're talking eight year olds. We're talking nine year olds, 10 year olds, 12 year olds, you know, who are being subjected to these, um, permanent changes, right? When you take a, a puberty blocker, you are, you know, you are messing up your body. This is, you know, at a time like the drugs that they are using for that, Usually it was originally developed for kids who mature too quickly, right? You know, like an 18 year old who develops, uh, 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 you know, their sex organs way too quickly. So the, the drug was originally prescribed to stop that from happening so that they would mature at a normal rate. Now it's being prescribed to kids who honestly don't need it, right? These kids are just growing up normally, but the puberty blocker is stopping them from maturing properly. So it's actually stunting their growth. It's causing a number of health issues, like long-term health issues. They may not be, uh, you know, and, and not just regular health issues, but mental health issues as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're mm-hmm. talking a combination of hormone therapy, puberty blockers, as well as actual surgery, right? We're talking mastectomies. We're talking, uh, you know, uh, hysterectomies, removing the uterus of a young girl uh, because the psychiatrist or some quack or, you know, school advisor decides that they are actually not the gender that they, you know, that they are, right? Uh, they use this term uh, gender assigned at birth as if, you know, doctors uh, look at a child and then assign a gender. That's, I mean, that that's a myth, right? That's just nonsense. But this is the so-called science that they're operating by and uh the white house is actually recommending it for kids it's insane i mean i don't know any american who's you know who's going along with this uh it's just a very few people and now they're forcing this onto kids it's it's so alarming to see this coming from the actual white house and not just you know some activists opening their mouths and and just shooting you know saying whatever it is they want to say so uh before i continue for everybody who have like some like comment on that or wants to ask some question or wants to comment on the topic, please, we have a super chat. You can do it. I will read you afterwards. Um, so for, for me, for my part, it's just like with all the changing that they want to do as Disney, that they want to do like the 50% of the character for coming back on this subject. Now they want to allow them to 
to proceed to the changing. But at a certain age that you don't even know who you are, you are influenced by the external life vision. So probably the children, so I don't say everybody because probably some young child can feel it and, and they have the time. They are at the beginning right. of their, their life, okay? But some of them, oh, because it's cool or they feel it like, oh, mm -hmm. I want to be like that, I'm doing it. And afterwards they realize that they they feel like to be back on their, the, the 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 sex at the beginning that they were, but they can't. They, you, it's irreversible. You it's cannot irreversible. come back. And, yeah. yeah, and so they they realize that they actually miss messed up their body, and so they yep. need to live with the consequences. But some people mm -hmm. will not live with that, and so they will they will be subject to suicide or like yep. uh, other 41%. like drugs or other stuff and they will live with like really big health consequences and yeah. with what we just live to since two years we have already so many health people mm -hmm. uh, like uh, mental health illness and problem right now i'm not yeah, like, i mean the lockdowns at... have hurt so many people right suicides have spiked crime itself has spiked domestic abuse has spiked because you know people are anxious as hell and, and now they're making it worse. I mean, they're injecting this trans ideology into everything. They're making kids' lives worse. Kids, you know, for two years, they were unable to have any friends. They, they couldn't go outside. They had to wear a mask in schools, you know, if their schools were open at all. And I mean, when you're growing up, you didn't want to miss school. You wanted to go to school. You wanted to be, to have friends. Even if, you know, even if you weren't a popular kid, you wanted to have that companionship, to have friends to play with, you know, maybe it was one or two friends, but they couldn't even have that. So unless they had siblings at home to play with, these kids are lonely, right? They're all alone yeah. and now they're confused and they're being told that, you know, that, that who they are is a lie, that they're something else, that they need to think about what they really want to be as if it's like a video game where they can just choose their character. I mean, life is not that simple. These kids don't really have a choice. Nobody has a choice, really. I mean, you can try to pretend that you're something else, but, you know, it's like uh, it's like Matt Walsh's book, Johnny the Walrus. You know, Johnny, little Johnny, he decides that he's a walrus. So his parents decide, hey, maybe uh, we should uh, turn him into a walrus, give him surgery to become a walrus. Now, obviously, in the last moment, he decides he's not a walrus, and that's all kids are, right? They all believe that they're something they're not. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I was a kid, I used to think, oh, maybe I, you know, I'll watch a, a vampire movie. Maybe I'm a vampire, you know? Yeah. And lots yeah. of kids thought like that. They watch Twilight or something, yeah. Just an example, okay? With what happened right now, I saw many kids on the protest, okay? So I, I saw some kids with like freedom board and really happy. And I saw as well, like children within the opposition, like counter protest, wearing like sign, like no to Nazi occupation. They don't even know what it is. They just yeah. do it because their, their, their parents think like that. So they mm -hmm. are a sponge of their, their what is, is around them. And they just like right. do what they have around them. So they, they agree with what they have because it's what it's it's surrounding them and they want to be accepted, they want to be part of it. But yep. the fact is like right now, they will just try to fit in the system that the system like doesn't maybe represent who they are. Yeah. The, the system is telling them that they need to use they, them pronouns to be popular. They need to put rainbow flags in their profiles to be popular, that they need to start identifying as the weirdest things to be popular, to fit in. Right. And, you know, 
obviously some kids are smarter than that. Some kids are going to look at it and be like, ah, this is nonsense. I'm just going to be myself. You know, I'm going to be happy myself. I don't care what other people think of me, but these kids are outliers, right? These kids are extra intelligent, but for a lot of kids, they just joined the crowd. I mean, back in the day, uh, kids were joining all kinds of crowds. They joined gangs, you know, depending on where you live, right? If you lived in say Los Angeles in South LA, you might join a gang, but nowadays, you know, a lot of kids are exposed on Instagram and TikTok to this kind of popularity. So of course they want to be popular, just like their favorite idol who, you know, maybe he's got a Minecraft YouTube channel or a video game YouTube mm -hmm. channel. They want to be like him or her or they or them, whatever, you know, and they decide that they want to, you know, emulate this and uh, they don't have any real role models especially young boys nowadays, right? Young boys don't have any role models anymore, at least not in the West. I mean, I don't know about like, so in Asia and Russia, we, you know, we certainly have role models here, but in America, you know, kids, especially boys are told that masculinity is toxic, that it's bad, that, you know, we need to, you know, get away, you know, get rid of masculinity. So these kids, they're growing up without any heroes. They don't know who, who to look up to. They think that, you know, being boys, they hate themselves because they're told that boys are oppressive, boys are bullies, boys are bad. And so they want to be something else. They want to be anything other than a boy. And, you know, there is this crisis of masculinity. Uh, Christina Hoff Summers wrote about this 20 years ago. She said that, you know, it's the war on boys and no one listened to her. And now look at where we are, you know, like all, everything that she said came to fruition. We live in a society where being masculine is bad. You know, it's considered right wing. And, you know, my response is that why not be right wing? Being right wing is good. Don't be a degenerate. <laughs> mm -hmm. I will say I like a manly man, so be manly. <laughs> yeah, be there man. you go. <laughs> there you go. No, but that's true. Most of the girls like, would prefer like, Tough yeah. and manly boy. Most women do. Even, even feminists, <laughs> right? Even feminists love manly men. They might, you know, marry some uh, soy boy or something, but they go out, you know, they'll, they'll end up going out, they'll divorce the soy boy and end up going out with a manly man. It's because, you know, the soy boys are not men. They can't fulfill anyone's needs, let alone their own. So, yeah, it's a lie. They're being, people being fed a lie. Should we should we actually because you talk about soy should we jump to uh, the yes. uh, meat perfect. process? Yeah, perfect. I think yeah, it, uh, it's perfect uh, transition. <laughs> yeah, that this is something that I don't understand. Okay, I understand yeah. the climate change. I understand that um, we need to be careful on like our consumption. But the thing is. Human is made to eat meat two times a week yep. around that. And people are mm -hmm. eating three times a day. And, and the fact is, the, it's the overproduction from the company who actually waste most of it from the grocery that finish in the garbage because nobody yep. is buying it. That is the real problem, not the problem. That is a real problem. Yeah. The consumption like isn't the problem. Yeah. Because I keep it in my freezer. <laughs> yeah, it's the overproduction. And now they're trying to, you know, the first thing they did was they tried to replace it with soy based meat, right? Uh, beyond meat. Uh, it's, it's disgusting. It doesn't taste like meat. You know, I mean, it is kind of like meat, but not really. You can tell that what you're eating isn't really meat, that it's, you know, it's a soy based product. And on top of that, it's not good in terms of, you know, the nutrients, right? It doesn't give you what you need from, uh, say, beef. If you eat uh, beyond meat, you're not getting, you know, vitamin B12 or B2 vitamin D, none of the stuff that you would get from eating uh, an actual uh, slab of, uh, of steak, you know, beef steak. Mm -hmm. You're not getting that. It's disgusting. And, and now, because it's yeah. not popular, 
They're talking about mm -hmm. introducing biosynthetic meat. That's even worse. Biosynthetic mm. meat is, is, is basically bacteria. It is the byproduct of bacteria that is consuming actual meat to reproduce more meat in a vat. So it's not grown from a cow. You know, you're not cutting it off an animal. You're growing it in a vat and it turns into a piece of meat. It's disgusting. Yeah. And who knows what they put in there? Like you, you really need to crave for like something that look like meat because for me, you know, I spend a lot of time in India. They don't eat more really meat there, okay? And yeah. you can eat really healthy without meat or uh, without fish. But I don't say that is bad. But like for, yeah. I don't see the point to create this kind of uh, produce. That first of all, it's a processed produce. You don't know yep. really what is inside and what they mm -hmm. they uh, put together and you you are the one who ingests that and you don't yep. know the repercussion on long term of what it would do to your body that's right and it's the funny thing is the way they market it it's like this is no gmos it's not genetically modified and if, what the hell does that mean so i mean this is completely manufactured it's worse than any gmo not that there's anything wrong with gmos mind you and when they say something is gmo uh, all it means is that the cow happens to eat you know say a certain kind of wheat that uh, is pesticide free or something like that right that's all a gmo is and and so they demonize gmos meanwhile they're trying to feed us not real meat meat that's grown in a vet that's basically crapped out by bacteria it's disgusting. Uh, Just thinking about it makes me want to vomit. And yet they're saying that this is going to become really popular, that there are restaurants in London, like Michelin star restaurants that are going to be the first to serve it. And then later on, you know, if it, it manages to take off, they're going to start giving it in supermarkets. It's a lot cheaper to make than, you know, cutting an actual piece of beef. And given that the price has all gone up and everything, you know, thanks to Joe Biden and uh, sanctioning Russia mm. and its exports, which, you know, they, they have wheat there, right? And wheat is obviously necessary for, uh, you know, cattle and chickens and so on. Uh, they're going to try to replace it with synthetic meat. And it's, it's like, I, I, I don't want to eat this. I, I hate this future. <laughs> it's terrifying yeah and, and especially like now they are bringing the fact that for the uh emission of uh dioxide or carbon uh it's good yeah. it's good because it's lower but in the same time if we uh, stop to overproduce we will do mm -hmm. the same result at the end exactly so if if everybody was like taking what they need and stop to over con uh, do some con over consummation and uh, stop mm -hmm. to throw most of their food, they will realize soon the grocery uh, basket is rising so high recently. Mm -hmm. So yep. they will not afford more and more uh, meat. They will need to cut at some point. Uh, only yeah, like the rich the will be, a yeah. So we yeah. need to stop the production and 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 eat what we are able to eat, and that's it. That's yeah, what right we now should have done. <laughs> yeah. yeah, ages ago. They just overproduce everything, like milk, for instance. Most of it gets thrown out. And some of it, they produce so much that they don't even bottle it. They just throw it out at the uh, at the dairy, right? Like uh, at the, you know, where, where they make the milk. And <laughs> it's like, wow, that's such a waste. 
Why are we doing this? I mean, why are we exporting this to, you know, to turn into something else? Uh, it's, it's such a waste. It's such a huge waste. And it, obviously synthetic meat is not the answer. I think that you're right. We yeah. do need to limit the production, at least, you know, make things more cost effective because I mean, if they, they're not throwing out all that meat, then I don't see the price going up that much. You can, in, you know, mm -hmm. invest in something else. Yeah. Yeah, for me now, I, what I'm doing is like I try to buy always the meat that is uh, like um, uh, low, like because it will pass out on the next day. So I'm taking like, oh, yeah, the, uh, the, the, re yeah. the re reduced one. So I yeah. know that at least they, they will not waste it in the garbage. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, or you froze it right away when you have it and you cook right. it uh, right away and that's it. Yeah, like certain types of meats, like, uh, you know, if it's uh, ground beef, it keeps very well. You can keep it in the freezer for six months, well beyond the expiration date. It's fine, right? It's just a uh, advisory. So yeah, definitely save food. Don't throw it away. I mean, people are starving. <laughs> it's like, you know, our grandmothers used to say, you know, they're kids starving in Africa. Don't throw away your food. Yeah. Health Canada would not like you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's problematic. They are so, like, really strict standard and really strict, like everything. So, like now, yeah. like, like at at some point, they needed to lock the garbage place, like where you, the grocery was, because people that was going to the garbage taking like what they throw away because it was still good. So they put a lock oh, wow. on it for like stopping people <laughs> from doing that. That's insane! Like, let people eat. Yeah. Okay, just let them eat. <laughs> exactly. Out, like, just release it. I mean, we have to have we have to develop better policies for this. We can't just be throwing away food. It's disgusting. It's a waste. And now, should we talk about before going to a really uh, hot topic uh, about the Pope who apologized? Oh yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Why don't a, you talk about yeah. it? Yeah, I'm very unfamiliar with this at all. Yeah. But as you know, like uh, the Aboriginal people, native people, Inuit, uh, we know that uh, when they, they were bringing in school in the past, uh, in the Catholic Church, um, the, they are, some of the them... Residential have schools, been, right? Yes. So some of yeah. them have been like uh, mistreated or like uh, they didn't really respect their culture and everything. They just bring them from their their reserve and like uh, send them to the Catholic church without like asking them if they are interested to, to do it. Mm -hmm. And um, I know that the behavior of the teacher and the people who was in charge was not the good behavior. Uh, some of them have abused, being uh, violent and uh, lo a lot of stuff happened. Uh, we don't know exactly because we were not there, but like some people can still testimony of it, like some native and people have been like, uh, I would say, mentally affected uh, by That's it. Scarred like, by it, right? Yeah, from the, yeah. the, the mistreatment, yeah. Yeah, you, you live in a, yeah. you live in example. You live in the reserve, and you spend your your day being with your family. And suddenly, you've been like take away from your family, sending mm -hmm. to a Catholic place, church, trying to implement you like a, a like a, a way to think, a way to be, and and just forgetting about their culture and who they are and uh, their land and everything, you know, their, their first right to be like yeah. in, the, in this land. And it's why... That's colonization, why it, right? Yeah. Yeah, colonialism. Yeah. It's disgusting. And so, yeah. 
I know that uh, because they did an investigation and everything, and one of the criteria was like the apologize from the Pope. So what he did. So mm -hmm. it's why everybody is talking a little bit about that. I it's kind of a big don't deal. know. Yeah, yeah, it is because we didn't expect expect that from a pope, like the Pope Francis. Uh, so if we can read a little bit down there, I think you have more explanation uh, about the, the situation. So what he said, like Pope Francis has apologized for the conduct of some member of the Roman Catholic Church in Canada residential school system, following a week of talk with the First Nation Inuit and Métis delegation. So I, you, say, you see, they, they say, he say, yep. I also feel shame, sorrow, and shame for the role that a number of Catholic, particularly those with educational responsibility, have had in all these things that one wanted. Wanted you at the yeah. wounded, wounded you uh, and the abuse you suffered and the lack of respect shown for your identity, your culture, and even your spiritual values, and that is actually true. Like they they mm -hmm. have raised up differently than us. They have different culture, and they didn't been respect for many many years. And yep. it's just right now about uh, after. I don't know how many like century, uh, probably decade. three centuries, four, yeah, yeah like 1600s, <laughs> right? Yeah, and we just say, oh, 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 we were wrong. Okay, <laughs> it took you like that long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's okay. like, well, are there any reparations? You know, is it just going to be, oh, we're sorry? Just like you know, when Enron spilled that oil, it's like, well, we're sorry. We, we're sorry. Okay, is that we're it? We're sorry. Take it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but. It's just like, I find that I don't ever know if you really feel like that or you have been told to say it. Right. That is Maybe he's woke, concern. right? Because now it's all about, you know, erasing European identity. It's about erasing the West and demonizing the West even. You know, I might interpret that as uh, them demonizing the West. Now, I don't mean the, you know, the, the First Nations people, but rather uh, the church itself has gotten really, really woke lately. So, you know, that's my concern, right? I mean, where does this stop? Do, does the Catholic Church start apologizing to, uh, you know, to South America for uh, the Spanish Inquisition? Does it start apologizing to, I don't know, the Vikings? you know, for, for Christianizing them a, a, a thousand years ago. I mean, where does it stop, right? I mean, history is history, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's my it's concern. Why, I mean, what where, I say. Yeah, where does it stop? At one point, close the book, restart yep. the new, like, well-being, new mm -hmm. word that, like, we are not being, uh, we are not make people suffer, suffered by yeah. irrespect and accept everybody by the culture and by who they are. If yeah. we always come back to the history, everybody will always be angry everybody's at some upset. point. There's critical yeah. race theory, right? Everybody's upset about everything. And, and you know, they talk about uh, the sins of the past. You know, every culture uh, has at one point been a victim of another culture or been an oppressor of another culture. Mm -hmm. So it just doesn't stop. I mean, if we're going to keep a tally on every single bad deed that every culture has accomplished, you know, or done or whatever, we're, we're, we're just going to run out of paper. You know, it's just too much. There's thousands of years of this stuff. It doesn't stop. It'll be endless.
there'll be internecine strife like in uh like in israel with the you know the so-called palestinians right mm-hmm. <laughs> like they are digging up stuff from ages and ages ago and it's like god like get over it the israelis won they built up this place enough make peace and you, <laughs> and you want to see the upper uh, the the april fool we have a trudeau video who uh reacts oh, nice. to this apologize look at this i want to acknowledge pope francis's apology for the church's role in the abuses that took place in the residential school system we look forward to him coming to canada to deliver that apology in person This apology would not have happened without the long advocacy of survivors who journeyed to tell their truths directly to the institution responsible and recounted and relived their painful memories. It took a tremendous amount of bravery and determination. Today's apology is a step forward in acknowledging the truth of our past in order to right historical wrongs, but there's still work to be done I want to acknowledge. Why does he oh, talk come- like that? <laughs> yeah, coming from someone who never like agreed that it was a hate crime when the churches was burning everywhere and mm-hmm. uh, what was happening. No, it was not a hate crime. The, the coming from someone who uh, never came into the street to talk with the native and to talk yep. with uh, the Inuit and Métis, talking coming from someone who actually trying to avoid and. All is citizen. That's right. Yeah. What a coward. And now he's uh, acting like, you know, he's already done it. He's made the apologies, you know, that he's the bigger man and that uh, he's, uh, you know, better than the Pope, right? Better than the Pope himself. Like he, he's so obnoxious. He's so full of himself. It's like, stop, dude. No one buys this. Mm-hmm. Except maybe his followers, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but... but the rest of us. It yeah. was so nice to see like the uh, European Parliament like trying like some oh, uh, of the members. Uh, it was so beautiful to see uh, so many different of countries them. too. It wasn't just one, yeah. right? It was many different countries. They all spoke out against him. They're like, "What about you? What about how you treat the truckers? I mean, where's this freedom that you speak of? You claim to represent democracy and liberalism, and yet here you are being actually worse to Canadians than Putin is to the Russians." You know, he loves going on yeah. about how Putin is this evil man who oppresses people. And, you know, to my knowledge, not a single Russian has been jailed for protesting. And yet, yeah. same can't be said about Canadians who went to jail. Jail and for the, protesting. And a funny thing, you know, Christine uh, Anderson, that she's uh, the MEP uh, for Germany, I had an interview with her about uh, the fact that she rise up and she say, like, Trudeau, spare us of your presence. I found that perfect at the end. I was like, wow, wow. She had yeah, guts. <laughs> yeah. So, I wish more politicians did. I wish Canadian politicians had the guts to speak up to Trudeau. Oh, yeah. So um, should we like uh, quit YouTube for talking about like uh, what happened in China in Shanghai? Or is it... Uh, I, I think it's okay as long as I you think don't... It's okay, you know, huh? you, yeah, it's okay. It should be okay. okay. Yeah, it should be okay. Perfect. Yeah. So let... let I let you start it with that. Okay, so uh, you know, if you're not paying attention to the world news right now, Shanghai is going through another lockdown. Yeah, they're doing another lockdown again, and it's because of this new variant. And you know, it's it's quite widespread. Even in America, it's like one out of every three uh, cases now is uh, is a sub variant of Omicron. 
So meaning, you know, it's not as deadly or anything as Delta, but it is extremely contagious. It's the BA2 variant. And so Shanghai, uh, in response to this outbreak, has, has locked down for, I think, nine days. So it's not like a permanent lockdown. It's a very limited lockdown until they can, you know, get people vaccinated and so on. And uh, uh, one of the things that they're doing is they're de deploying these robot dogs to patrol the streets uh, with instructions. They are They look like something out of a science fiction movie or a video game. You know, if you've played Half-Life, you might notice these things. Uh, and it, it's the creepiest thing. You can see it on the screen here. It's like one of those uh, Boston Dynamics dogs. It's got a loudspeaker on its back and it's telling people to stay indoors, to wear a mask, not go outside, you know, that this thing is temporary. And, uh, and, and they just want people to be calm, you know, keep calm and stay at home and don't go outside. Uh, it, it is so dystopian, right? And somebody, uh, I guess, recorded this. When I first saw it, I thought, you know, it's got to be fake, right? It's got to be CGI. There's no way they're using this. Like, maybe they would use a drone or something. No, apparently it's real. It's real. Yeah. It's a robot dog. Yeah. Yeah. All, you, all, all to spread fear in yeah. the, the this population. Yeah, this is how you do it. That, yep. that's crazy and and yeah. what they were telling in the article is like because it's cute like the citizen was like <laughs> i cannot like i cannot disobey to this dog that would tell me to oh, wear God. my mask it's so dystopian and, and, and they use drone to survey the, the population yep. and they, they tell them when they are bad citizens to go back home or they will be yep. like a judge under the law yeah they'll be arrested yeah or fined Minimum fine, right? Yeah, and and they're, they're fl flying drones over neighborhoods to make sure that nobody's outside. <laughs> uh, it's awful, right? It's just ridiculous. This is something you'd see a science fiction movie, a dystopian reality, and this is what they want to bring all over the place, right? Every country in the world is looking at China right now, and you know, the, I, I would say this: like the Chinese citizens are more than happy to comply. They're they trust their government. They trust that the government doesn't mean, you know, badly for them, that they mean well. But I can't say the same for Western governments. If you look at what they did with the Patriot Act, they jailed mm -hmm. so many Muslims, innocent Muslims, right? For the crime of being Muslim, they were suspected of terrorism. They put them in jail, right? That's what America did. And Canada did this thing with the, uh, the truckers, you know, the Freedom Convoy truckers, right. closed their bank accounts. They don't even do that in China. They don't even do that in Russia. And yet they do that in Canada. And now, you know, I, I bet Trudeau, he's watching that video and he's like, hmm, I bet I could do this with Canadians. <laughs> no, don't give him some idea, please. I live here. I'm stuck yeah. here. <laughs> it's awful. It's awful. And I, yeah, like, they, you know, this whole World Economic Forum. So I guess we can't talk about that too much on YouTube, you know, to get mad at us for that. But, yeah. you know, look it up. Look it up. Look up the World Economic Forum, Agenda 2030. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody's on it. Everybody's on it. I, I, oh, I yeah. have always a look. And uh, every time mm -hmm. I'm, I, I, I research a person, oh, he's on it. It's okay. like, yeah, they're on it. <laughs> it's like, okay, this is scary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they curiously, they removed Putin. They, they removed him from the list. He used to be on the list. And, you know, he's not playing around. Like, he's not playing with them anymore. He's like, nah, he's done. You know, he's going to do his own thing. He's going to have Russian sovereignty. And so they removed him from the list. And then uh, uh, BlackRock, the CEO recently, I think it was last week, came out and said that Russia has basically destroyed the dream of the WF. It's destroyed the dream of globalism. <laughs> I just can't help but laugh. It's like maybe that's you know what Putin's thing. I mean, I know it's 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 not nice yeah. right, to invade a neighboring country, but 
the, the side effect is that you know putting a putting a throwing a wrench in the works of the globalists maybe not a bad thing. Silver lining. Yeah. But if you look at Russia right now, they have no problem mm -hmm. like with the supply oh, yeah. and everything. They're All fine. The they got the, everything. Their shelter is more more like furnish than us. Like you have yeah. more stuff than they got us. everything. Yeah, they got like their shelters for the Ukrainians who, who, you know, who are living there in Russia for shelter. It's, it's fine. Everything looks like they look like real homes. They don't look like, uh, you know, these rundown, uh, derelict soup kitchens that you find in New York City. No, they look they look fine. They're well supplied, well furnished. And the reason why is because Russia has, has all the resources for it. It's got all the food. It's got all the materials. The ruble, you know, uh, I remember Joe Biden bragging like five days ago. He's, he's like, we reduced the ruble to rubble. Ha ha ha. You know, like he was gloating at destroying the lives of average everyday Russians. I mean, it's deplorable. You know, say what you will about Putin. But I mean, you don't see him gloating about destroying people's lives. And yet Biden was doing that. He's supposed to be a good person. And guess what? Well, the ruble's back to where it was before the war. Before yeah. the war. Yeah, it's gone and, back and, up. And you know what? The only uh, company that suffer in uh, in uh, Russia is the European uh, company mm -hmm. because people doesn't want to buy European yep. uh, produce because they don't know if they would be allowed to repair it or find the piece for repair it as exactly. car, as anything else. Even because for, even fashion, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. a lot of Russians were, you know, when they started uh, imposing the sanctions, a lot of Russians had made, you know, like they're just regular people. They buy things online, they buy computer parts, or they buy clothes, they, anything. And when the sanctions kicked in, all these companies decided they're just going to steal their money, just going to take their money and not send them the product without refunding them. So many of them, like we're talking probably billions of dollars just lost. I mean, I know Russian YouTubers, Russian Twitch streamers, they didn't get their money. They are owed tens of thousands, some of them hundreds of thousands of dollars by these companies, and they're not getting paid out. Like YouTube, Google, Twitch, Amazon, whatever, just straight up just stole the money and said, oh, it's sanctions. We don't have to pay you. It's terrible. And they probably, like what they did. probably have no like uh, way to get back that yeah. money. It's uh, yeah. overseas. Companies are sanctioning so. them. Yeah, exactly. And so Russia, in response... Uh, it's very smart. You know, their government's very smart. They, they were like, well, what we're going to do is we're just not going to recognize our intellectual property anymore. You can't sue us. So if uh, any Russian were to, say, download a Hollywood movie and share it with his friends or, you know, hell, just share it on his server and, you know, send it to like a thousand people, they can't do anything about it. Those Hollywood movie companies, they're done. You know, I mean, they're not making any money at all in Russia from all the piracy. And it's fine. I don't blame the Russians for doing that. I mean, it's not unheard of that the uh, uh, that the host company that uh, no, host country that's being affected by sanctions would decide to not recognize intellectual property anymore. America did this, you know, after the American yeah. Revolution in 1776. They were like, "We're going to take all of your British patents, and we're not going to recognize it. We don't have to pay you a single cent." For your patents, we're just going to make our own system and patent it ourselves. And this is our technology now. Now we don't have to pay you anymore because you don't respect us. You declared war on us and you decide to boycott us, you know, because that's what Britain was doing. So America's pretty smart and Russia's doing the same thing, you know, America did uh, 300 years ago. But what do you expect them to do? Oh, we exactly. will agree Just that starve. you block us and, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and we will continue to pay for you, for everything for you. Like, yeah, yeah, no. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think they, they, they are using eye, eye for eyes, teeth for teeth.
Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. This is the only response. It's a, it's a reasonable response because the sanctions in a lot of ways are unreasonable. They didn't affect the military. You know, it's, it's one thing if they said, Hey, we're going to sanction uh, the transfer of uh, military equipment or oil or whatever, right? Like stuff that they can use uh, to conduct a, a conflict in Ukraine. But this was hurtful. This was attacking Russian people, right? The people had nothing to do with the war. Uh, people were having their visas cut off, their MasterCard, their American Express. Uh, they were unable to pay for products. All of their stuff was stolen from them, from foreign companies. Of course, the government, if it cares about its people, is going to respond and say, hey, hey, uh, European companies, American companies, you can't do this. We're going to protect our mm -hmm. people and we're going to make sure that you suffer. Yeah. That you, you pay the price. And, and sure enough, they are paying the price. And good. They deserve it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like if you make suffer someone, but accept that you will live with the consequences that uh, bring mm -hmm. to you. And it's what is happening right now. Yeah. So, it's that is the reality. Mm -hmm. Oh, I will. Uh, I will. Is. I will just uh, sh uh, shed the light on something that happened in Quebec. Uh, you're probably not aware, but uh, we found out in Quebec City that some trial, ghost trial, have happened here in Quebec. So nobody knew about the trial that happened uh, in um, in Quebec, but because the person who been accused did an appeal, and so they reopened a folder on a trial who was not existing. And so wow. the people saw, like, that's not working, what happened? But that is just because he had an appeal, but how many other trials that happened under silence, nobody knew? Nobody know about the judgment. Nobody know about the case. Nobody know about uh, the victim or the people who are, were like accused. Nothing. And they don't know how many uh, happened in the past. And that is so against democracy. Yeah, it is. It's creepy. It's a secret trial. It's a secret tribunal, right? Uh, we condemn other countries for doing this. And here's a liberal democracy doing exactly that, you know, When this happens in, even in the military, people condemn it. They're like, oh, you know, people should know about it. But obviously mm -hmm. the military is the military is something else. But when this happens in a civil court, that's something else. I mean, that is next level. Why is this trial secret? How many were there? You know, like the only reason we know is because of the appeal, but I'm sure there's dozens more, maybe even hundreds. Mm -hmm. Who knows? We don't yeah. know. Is there any way to find out? <laughs> No, because uh, no, no, no trace of that, and all oh, many probably oh. like important people or no knowing like known right. people or right celebrities or politicians, yeah, oligarchs. Yeah, we know. don't know. Maybe they're sued for something. Nobody knows. And they claim that it was for the protection of uh, the clients that was involved, <laughs> like uh, the ac the person who was uh -huh. accused, but. You have other way wow. to do it. Like since how many years, like and decade mm -hmm. that we do a trial and we always protect like the victim on this. Yeah. Always. So that is not a good reason. No, it's not. It's a bad reason. The only reason they would do that is to protect a powerful person, right? Because the average person doesn't get this right. You know, if somebody's accused of say committing a crime, could be anything. And he's just a regular person. Everybody knows about it, whether it mm -hmm. is a heinous crime, whether it's murder or rape, or whether it is something like, I don't know, theft, right? White collar crime. 
Everybody knows about it. His record is uh, more or less public. And it doesn't matter how small you are, especially if you're a small person, everybody knows it, right? You have mm -hmm. no privacy. But somehow, if you're a rich, wealthy politician, right, a, a celebrity, uh, an oligarch, suddenly it, no one has any right to know anything about you. <laughs> the higher your profile, the less people get to know about you because, oh, you really value your privacy, right? Or what? As if poor people don't value their privacy? Of course they do. I mean, yeah. a rich person can certainly rebound from a crime. You know, he's got the money for it. But what about a poor person? He's got a criminal record. Nobody wants to hire him. He's done. So of course, yeah. I would say that privacy matters more to the small guy than the big guy. And especially, again, is it the ball sender of the society? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Two years. <laughs> We are running out of the, uh, of time. Uh, my God, you and me, uh, we talk a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, we talk but a lot. We have a super chat that we we have from uh, people that we can uh, read uh, now. Um, let's uh, start with the first one. So Fraser, five dollars. Thank you. Is this the thank way you. the the left Schwab and Trudeau want to reduce the population? What would happen to the word? if they got CO2 down to zero. And sir, everything living things would die. No plant, no animal without CO2, no life. That's actually okay. true. Uh, without uh, CO2, you don't have life because especially for plant, uh, the, uh, oh, rim, uh, <laughs> was that, it? that was Yankee Polite. <laughs> uh, that's a remember the social media. That's uh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, Yankee. Yeah, nice one, You're Yankee. always there, Yankee. I know you're watching yep. me. <laughs> but what <laughs> I was saying is <laughs> like, yeah, true for the, the plant, they need CO2 during the night to produce uh, oxygen afterwards. So um, that is the reality, is the process of the life. And without CO2, mm -hmm. we, we have no life. CO2 is good. Yeah. Too much would be bad. Too little yeah. is also bad. Yeah. And yeah. right now, I think, you know, Elon Musk is like the only rich guy I know who's saying that we need to have more kids. Everybody else is talking about overpopulation, but they're not taking into consideration the fact that the population is, in fact, going down, right? It's not going up. Mm -hmm. It's actually going to go down because uh, as countries get more developed, uh, people have fewer and fewer kids, you know, like uh, uh, it, even in developing nations where the numbers are actually really high right now, uh, within 20 years, 30 years, we're going to see a collapse. And when that happens, we're just not going to have enough people to do the jobs that we need them to do. And there's going to be a civilizational collapse when that happens. So all mm -hmm. this push to make people, uh, I guess, more sterile, you know, like a lot of men are getting vasectomies. A lot of women are, you know, just not having kids at all. And, uh, you know, there's this whole push of transgenderism and God knows they're all sterile. Most of them are, uh, you know, mm -hmm. what's going to happen to civilization when this happens? I mean, I guess some people can say, maybe we can just replace all these people with robots, you know, but who gets to own the robots? Well, the wealthy, Regular person isn't going to have a robot, you know, robot yeah. work is expensive and robots are expensive. Even in the future, they will be. So, you know, I think that we need to get back to normal. We need to stop, you know, uh, having our head strapped in the clouds and having our policies being made by these globalists who, you know, they don't care for us one way or the other. Right. And when, they, when I say us, I'm including anybody with less than a hundred million dollars to their name. If you have mm -hmm. $50 million, you're still not up there. These elites, yeah. They're way above us, right? And some of them, they don't even have that much money, but they're members of the elites. They're academics. They are part of the WEF, of course. 
yeah, they, they get to live a special, a different kind of lifestyle. Whereas the rest of us, you know, we get to, we get to uh, trudge along and, and hope that, uh, that they don't decide to, you know, do away with us entirely. Although, you know, looking at the way things are going, maybe, uh, you know, uh, maybe they won't get what they want because people are rising up. People are getting smart to what their plans are. And they certainly haven't been uh, any, you know, private about, uh, about their plans. They've been bragging about their plans. And I guess people are just now taking notice and that's a good thing. So maybe they should brag more often. We know what their plans are and we should stop can, them. I can feel your pa passion on it. Like, oh, what do you say? You're just passionate. <laughs> yeah. But you, yeah, you're right uh, for, for that. Uh, do we have like more um, chat? Yeah. Oh, looks like, yeah, I'll read that one. It's like, LOL. Yep. I'm watching you uh, talk about fake meat. Well, I'm eating my burger with melted cheese patty. The elites want us to eat bugs. And if digital currency gets approved, we might not be able to buy this much beef. Yeah. This is sad, right? I mean, beef might be a thing that we enjoy now, but within 10 years, five years, even who knows, they'll say, Oh, beef is too expensive. We can't grow it anymore. Yeah. It's going to cost a hundred dollars a pound. Mm -hmm. I, I do not it's look forward it's probably, to that. Yeah. It's probably what yeah. will happen. Yeah. But mm -hmm. when I so look at stop like, the price. We gotta stop them. I would yeah. stop. I will I will eat like uh, some cricket. <laughs> I will refuse to eat the bugs. I'm not touching that. I'm gonna I'm gonna have my own farm if it comes to that. If it's like, oh beef is too expensive, I'll go my own farm. Screw them. I it's not too bad. I, I have flour of uh, uh bugs like cricket. Yeah, grilled cricket, and uh, it's actually good I for uh, protein. <laughs> ah, no, <laughs> no way. No, I'm not, not, no, hell no, hell no. I will not eat the bugs. <laughs> uh, eat oh, bugs, no, guys. Yankee. Thank you, Yankee. Yankee, you have nothing no. else to do, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so Yankee, as, as you know, he worked for Ruben News. He's taking care of Instagram on uh, our all our social media we have twitter as well we have uh, facebook we, you can find us everywhere and especially on ribbonnews.com and as well don't forget our new website that we just created uh, mediafactcheck.ca about uh, debunking lies of mainstream media that's a really uh, nice website that will be really busy for the next uh, next year to come with what we saw during the freedom convoy that would oh, be yeah. probably busy. The Should, next 10 we years, have, even. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably, yeah. yeah. But if, if they were doing their job, we would not have hours. That's true. Huh? That's true. Yeah. Be better oh. journalists. Oh, we got one more. Mikesa. Uh, someone needs to make the government order employer to rehire those who lost work due to refusing the job or not wearing masks. Otherwise, living people will be a joke due to inability to pay bills. True. That's true. Yeah. And so, if you elect a good government, you know, you'll have one that's actually uh, that cares about the people, you know, somebody like DeSantis, for instance. And hopefully, Pierre Polivare said, man, I mean, personally, I hope he is. Um, definitely isn't Trudeau. Definitely isn't Trudeau. Yeah. Because right now, if we look at Trudeau, that make like a deal with the NDP for being like mm -hmm. able to probably being majority for the new decision. Because as you know, that he want to keep uh, all the federal mandate and he want to probably go further on that. Uh, that's it for me a little bit. But uh, like yep. every, every every province is lifting uh, like slowly. 
uh, the mandate, but um, it's not going to happen, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do we have a, yes, I'll let you yeah, that we, one. We do. Okay, it says, if the Aboriginal want to move forward, then they have to look within their communities. It is their own leaders to suppress. It is a vicious cycle. Abolishing the Indian Act uh, would be a way to empower them. So I'm not super familiar. I can't really comment on this, you know? Uh, I don't feel like it's my place to talk about a subject I'm not super familiar about, but what do you think of this uh, opinion? So um, you need to, uh, to, to know that you have an Indian Act um, uh, here that, you know, since many, many years, uh, Canada, like, tried to make the Indian sign uh, a treaty. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, the first one was just ridiculous. Uh, what they, they were writing on this is, like, they're almost like, okay, be as we tell you to be, and uh, and give like almost like give you give us your land and everything that you have, and we will make you like a good Catholic uh, citizen. That's that was bad. like That's a bad almost, deal for them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was actually like one of the really bad. Uh, so they refused to sign it, but since the beginning, like yeah. what they offer to them, it just it's just not okay. And we still have a treaty that say that that land is. Uh, it's our, but we will permit them to stay on, on the land that is <laughs> federal land, there, right? There. It's a reservation. Yeah. yeah. So now, unfortunately, like a lot of native are living on lands that are not their property. Some of them is like uh, for the um, um, company, like of electricity, or like it's no, land okay. that is is owned by uh, by the the federal or provincial government but they let them like stay on this this land because they don't have any more they don't right. have any 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 more like land they they mm -hmm. unfortunately when the everything happened they they signed a treaty a trade I, I don't know what how you say it like when it's a big paper and you sign it trade treaty a, a treaty, say, yeah, treaty. Yeah, yeah, treaty. We say treaty in French. Um, so, but it, when they signed it, they didn't know, but it was actually pretty bad for them. That mm. that actually removed everything that they had. They got tricked. Yeah, so they lost yeah. their sovereignty. Yeah. But they tricked so them to signing it. Yeah. Wow. Well, I think there's a... two ways to go, right? I mean, if you are pro-colonialists, you'll be like, well, double down, you know, they don't deserve any land. But <laughs> if you're like a normal person, you'd be like, well, maybe, you know, they deserve a better deal, right? That the negotiations yeah. do need to happen, that it's not right, you know, what happened to these people, especially if we want them to integrate into Canadian or even American society, then we have to offer them a fair deal, not a bad deal, right? And right now yeah. they're working or forced to work with a bad deal. Yeah. So, I mean, we don't live in the 1600s anymore. We can't just conquer people, you know, it doesn't work that way anymore. And you see America trying to, you know, muscle its way around the Middle East. And I get upset. I see that. And I'm like, okay, these guys are bullies. Mm -hmm. They need to be stopped. Right. And yeah. so I think even locally, uh, you know, since we live in the 21st century, we should definitely go back to the table and re-examine uh, some of these uh, these past wrongs and do right by, you know, the people living there right now. Yeah, I think it's only fair. Yeah, now they are, are not conquering. They are just like uh, trying to grab the resources from uh, the country. It's, it's Now yeah. it's like the big five having like the resource of all the, the country that is missing for mm -hmm. their own country. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a really living. Yeah. They create war in the Middle East. 
And then exactly. uh, virtue signal about Ukraine. <laughs> mm. Yeah, typical, you know, Americans. Yeah. Uh, Alexa is my role. Oh, thank you. Rebellator. He, he yeah. say jailed. That is red herring. He avoids saying arrested. Oh, uh, are we talking about when uh, the chief... Uh, who say he said jail? I don't know. Who's he referring to? I don't know. <laughs> I don't maybe know you. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you. I don't know. I'm uh, sorry. I maybe uh, don't understand, but probably refer something like uh, from the maybe past. Maybe something that's referring from, to the past. Yeah, yeah maybe. maybe. Yeah. I mean, okay, so if it's about the Russia thing, yeah, they are arresting people, but they let them out after about an hour and they fine them 200 US dollars. Oh. Whereas in Canada, you know, they actually get jailed, as we've seen with uh, Tamara Leach. She went for jail for mm. how long? Two weeks? Three weeks? Yeah. A month? I forget. But it's quite long. Yeah. It's crazy. And plus, they, uh, they, they seize their bank accounts. It's crazy. Mm. Oh, that's for you, I think. Uh, it says here, Ian, did you see that video with the California gay choir singing about, oh, it's coming for your kids? It's wrong, despicable. And uh, I saw it on the Alex Jones show. Yeah, I saw that. It went viral a few months ago, or maybe it was last year. They were uh, playing uh, this, uh, I think it was a San Francisco uh, gay men's choir. And I guess they were like making a comedy kind of, right? They were like, we're coming for your kids and we're going to, mm -hmm. you know, indoctrinate them and brainwash them. Like they're trying to play up to conservative spheres. And yet, even though that's a joke and I'm sure they meant it as a joke, there are a lot of people in America, a lot of progressives, maybe not those guys, maybe not the ones singing the, that, that song, but a lot of uh, uh, you know, progressive Americans, a lot of these left-leaning types, uh, leftists, are in fact you know, doing that without irony. They're not joking, right? They're actually doing it. And mm -hmm. a lot of liberals, you know, a lot of normal liberals, whether they're gay or straight, they don't take it seriously. They're, they're saying, oh, this is not happening. This is just conservatives and Republicans watching too much Alex Jones. They're just, you know, getting hopped up on, on anxiety and, and they're being, you know, scared uh, over nothing. And it's like, well, actually it is happening. You're just closing your eyes and ears to it. That's the problem. You know, I think that if a lot more liberals knew what was going on, they'd be opposed to it too. Can you believe that now we live in a society where everybody are scared to everything, scared to lose their yeah. children, scared to mm -hmm. lose their job, scared to lose their mortgage, their house, oh, yeah. scared to not afford for being able to eat, not uh, able to afford gas. Like, is, is it a life to always wake up and say like, hmm, should I will be able to finish my day with like what I have? like on my side <laughs> it's scary right like imagine living like that i mean that's no life to live we need we need a change like this society is technological society that we're all trapped in that we're slaves to mm. it needs to it needs to end right i mean we can't live like this anymore this cancel culture plus this dependence on technology and and everything being so interconnected there is no freedom anymore we're all like bound to each other and not in a good way you know they say no man is an island and i believe that but one you know at the same time no man is a part of an ant colony right yeah. <laughs> we're supposed to be individuals we're supposed to have some freedom some freedom mm -hmm. and we don't have any like i would say that you and i alexa we have way more freedom than most people do we can speak openly without yeah. fear of losing our jobs i mean like the opinions i shared this hour alone if i worked at another company would have probably gotten me fired canceled oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah nuts big time especially like now like mm -hmm. if you say something it already sticking on the wrong way 
or everybody's yep. judging you because you're not following like the narrative. It's just like you're not being who politically you are. correct. You make yeah. a joke. You say something like, "Oh, feed the kids in Africa," or someone takes offense to that. You're saying that all people in Africa are starving. Da, 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 da. I'm offended. It's like that's not what I'm saying, right? But it doesn't matter. Somebody's offended, so someone has to pay the price for it. That seems mm. to be the rule these days, where you take, you make a joke, you get slapped for it, you get, you lose your job. Insane. And that's not it. okay. No, we have a, a, a last chat. Uh, I let you like, read that one. That will save me like of, uh, a shame of my English. <laughs> <laughs> it says uh, Olivia. I think Ian should get his own nightly talk show. Hmm, maybe <laughs> you should. You yeah. should. Yeah, not I a bad think, idea. Uh, not a bad idea. You're a good speaker. You're a good talker. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I aspire to be a good speaker. Yeah. I train. I talk to myself. I like the sound of my own voice. That's probably why it works. Uh, are you are you now cocky of yourself? <laughs> I am obviously always very cocky. I mean, if you followed me on Twitter, I'm always very cocky. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now I understand. Probably I'm more cocky in French than English. I cannot probably uh, you are that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a pleasure, Jan Miles. It was Likewise. the first time we, we, we had like a live stream together and it was amazing. Um, mm-hmm. I really like to see like your point of view, especially because you're outside of Canada. So you you have a point of view different. You you can sure. see the thing differently than us. Because sometimes mm-hmm. when you're surrounded by what is happening, you forget to take a step back and look at what is really happening. So yeah. it's, it's really interesting. Thank you. It was, uh, we'll probably do it again. And don't forget everybody, yeah. like it's uh, all week is daily, um, always between 12 to uh, 11. Is it at an event? It's 12. Is I it think 12? it's 12. Yeah, 12. 12 Eastern. Yeah, 12 Eastern to 1 p.m. Eastern. We've gone slightly yeah. over this time. You know, we had a lot to talk about. But yeah, it's usually yeah. 12 to 1. And, you know, follow us on our, our social media channels. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it's, uh, you know, we've got Twitter. We've got Rumble. We've got Odyssey. Yeah, we're even on there. We're on Getter. So uh, check us out, you know, uh, and subscribe to us on YouTube, as always. Yeah. Yeah, we are everywhere, Wherever it is you're so watching, you cannot miss Follow us. us. <laughs> yeah, go to rebelnews.com because I don't have the exact URLs in my head. Yeah, just go to rebelnews.com and you'll see where to go. Easy. And if you if you like it, share and like and comment. And uh, we like For to sure. read you. Yeah, every tell time. us what you think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We want your feedback. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it was a pleasure. And uh, I think uh, probably I'm wondering if we have like a video for the end. Um, do you remember if we... Uh, you probably Great. do, but I don't know. So thank you for everybody <laughs> to be there with us. Uh, and uh, it was a pleasure to co-host with you. Likewise. Play us out, Keyboard Cat. I think um, there's some misconceptions about um, you know, some of the vaccine uh, effectiveness. Um, some people might think, well, you told us two was enough, and now you're saying three and maybe even four. Well, I think our knowledge evolves and we're giving the best advice based on what we're seeing. And it is so important for you to keep following uh, that advice. And then, of course, there is a group uh, of individuals who may not want to get vaccinated. I think um, there's some misconceptions 